everyone. Yeah. We are here. Today is our first live on Speak Now English Academy's channel, and we have the honor to interview the very founder of Speak Now, <laughs> Matheus Contora. Hi, Matheus. Hello, Gabi. <laughs> What are we going to be talking about in this 30 minutes or a little more? Live, Matheus. Um, first of all, I would like to say that it is uh, a pleasure to be here with Gabi. And uh, I, I am very glad that things are working. <laughs> yeah. Because we were running against the clock to make every detail work. We have been since nine and a half uh, uh, checking and testing if things were working and... We did many trials. We <laughs> it, had some little trouble. We had well. some little trouble, but uh, uh, surprisingly, everything um, was done by the time uh, for us to start. Then I am whew, satisfied with that. Then, Gabi, uh, answering your question, today we will be um, discussing and um, thinking together about different um, techniques that we can use, uh, different um, ways to approach the linguistic development uh, that can help uh, our alpinists and the people of the community to uh, speak now community to achieve fluency. And what everybody wants indeed, right? To be able to speak English confidently to speak english with confidence we are here to listen from you especially uh about specific strategies that they can uh they can use yeah to to develop that confidence while speaking in english so let's begin let's begin and shall uh, we I, shall we <laughs> And please, if you are not an alpinist and you are uh, uh, in the chat, comment where you are from. Alpinists, you can also comment where you are from, where you are at this moment, okay? Let us know. We were, uh, we were curious to know uh, who is here listening and watching to, to this live. We uh, are very curious. Are the people commenting there, Gabi? Can you see some comments? Yeah, I can see some comments. Some of our alpinists, some, some people that uh, know us already, like uh, they are saying, yes, we can hear you. Everything is fine. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Thanks, God. All right. Yeah. So let us begin. Without further ado... All right, so Mateus, which would be the first, the first thing that everyone should keep in mind, or everyone should um, be able should do, right? Mm -hmm. To what is the first strategy? What is the first tip? The, the first the step. Most essential. The first <laughs> step. Yeah. Um, well, Gabi, I would say that the first thing. Uh, it is to identify your insecurities and doubts with the language. 
um, what does this, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> what does this concept mean? Um, uh, the, the learner, the speaker of English language can um, interpret and can do an analogy that he or she is going from point A to point B. Yes, point A is a stage of non-fluency. It's a stage of uh, not mastering the language, of having some insecurities with the language. That's point A. And point mm -hmm. B is fluency, right? It is this stage of mastering the English language. So, first of all, you need to understand where you are. You need to understand what is your point A. Um, this means that the individual should ask, for example, um, what exactly do I feel insecure about in the language? <laughs> And then this can have different uh, answers as, um, am I... Uh, not confident with my structures, yeah? Uh, is it something with the verbal conjugation that I feel insecure? Mm -hmm. um, the lack of vocabulary, I don't have the words. And that's a second point, actually, because um, the first one would be structural insecurity, yes? Mm -hmm. So each type of insecurity, uh, the individual can have one or more, okay? We will discuss some of them. The first one is structural insecurity. If the person feels structural insecurity, then the person should focus the mm -hmm. attention on mm -hmm. developing uh, grammar, right? The structures, knowing how to use simple present, simple past, simple future. But beyond mm -hmm. the simple tenses, going to uh, past continuous, present continuous, future continuous, Uh, knowing how to construct sentences in different ways, yes. So, uh, if the person feels structural insecurity, I would advise focus on grammar, yes. Mm -hmm. The second topic, it is vocabulary insecurity, meaning the person does not have enough repertoire, Repertoire, it's yeah, a French word. A fancy word, yeah. <laughs> uh, the person does not have enough vocabulary to um, develop a conversation in the language, then this person needs to expose himself or herself to the language. And that, Gabi, I must say, is one of the most common type of insecurities. People, they do not have enough vocabulary in English language um, and then they cannot, they perhaps have some vocabulary, but they cannot connect that. And then this gets us to the third uh, type of insecurity, that it is sentence construction insecurity. So the first one that we discussed was structural, the second one was vocabulary, and the third one is sentence construction, yes? Mm -hmm. And um, if that's the case, then the person should practice um, constructing the ideas, talking with someone, but mm -hmm. let's not put the cart before the horses. We will get there. Yeah, I... Sorry. What would you like to say, Gabi? 
I would like to ask uh, to who's watching us, what is your insecurity, <laughs> right? Did you identify, uh, did you relate to any of these three insecurities within uh, speaking English? Uh -huh. Yeah, is it a structural? Comment there, guys. Ah, it's a structure. My insecurity is structure or... Uh, vocabulary. I don't. I cannot find the words to say what I want, or is it more about uh, connecting words to formulate sentences? Yeah, formulation, vocabulary, or structure. What is the the biggest uh, trouble you find when speaking in English? We want to know. And I would also say that. Um, perhaps we could add <clears throat> one more type of insecurity that it is social insecurity mm. that it means you are afraid and that's a common one uh, mm -hmm. you are afraid of committing mistakes in front of other people oh um, no problem if you are alone but if you are in front of others talking to others yeah you, you become afraid that what will people think about my accent? What will people think about um, the way that I speak? What will people think about uh, perhaps my, my, my way to behave? So the fourth type of insecurity is connected with this social aspect. And then for this, I would suggest a remedy that mm -hmm. is don't give a damn. That's the a, a, a good dosage of not giving a damn uh, applied daily can do wonders. Uh, that it means, uh, for example, uh, respect not yourself. Caring. Yes, respect mm -hmm. yourself. Be proud of yourself because you are uh, learning a second language or maybe... The, you are trying. You are trying, exactly. So yeah. you are in the journey to develop uh, the fluency and it's interesting because people are afraid of traveling to United States for example and speaking in English and being judged by that um, and then they should think wait a second actually I am being the person that I am learning about this culture right I am developing this language uh, many North Americans they do not uh, speak um, a second language or a third so would they is there be... any North American watching us <laughs> <laughs> uh, would they be in a position to judge someone that is developing other language right so uh, I use it in this case North Americans but we yeah, could, could be. yes it is um, uh, the example is do not be afraid to be judged by people that do not speak other language besides their own native one. Yes, mm -hmm. you are uh, developing other language. So congratulations for you because you are a warrior. You are courageous to do that. You are uh, leaving your comfort zone. So uh, for the fourth type of insecurity, the social one, uh, I would uh, suggest this uh, daily dosage of not giving a damn. Hamlet, my friend. <laughs> I believe that's super important because otherwise, if you keep thinking about that, you will get blocked. Yeah, you will. Uh, you will be too much aware of 
your performance and that can cause you to oh no wait a minute you you will get these blocking uh, blocking feelings and thoughts like oh my gosh i'm taking too long to say what i want people will not have patience to listen to me or oh my gosh i'm not making sense of what i'm saying and maybe i should give up speaking yeah and then <laughs> we have the classic blue scream blue yeah, screen the blue screen it's like pum, pum, and then <laughs> it, it's it's blocked so then i i would say uh, this importance of self-analysis identifying your doubts identify your insecurities structure vocabulary sentence construction and social are the guys commenting their insecurities uh yeah some of them are for me the lack of vocabulary uh eduardo vieira said and mm -hmm. martins 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 said hello martins hey martins he said, my friend <laughs> he said uh <laughs> he said my insecurity is in the formation of sentence of the sentence when i try to speak or write exactly and then we will uh on our next tips identify how we can solve uh, these ideas or um, this necessity of increasing our vocabulary, right? Mm -hmm. Then that would be my first comment on um, tip uh, in how to speak English uh, more confidently. Identify the type and the nature of your insecurity and then find strategies to solve that. Mm -hmm. Put yourself in situations, yeah, create situations to to work specifically on that uh, completely uh, that's completely correct because um once we find something that is challenging in the language something that it is in other words difficult that is uh, where exactly we should focus our attention because mm -hmm. um, we can conceive the language as a territory yes the knowledge that you have on the language it is a territory and then you want to increase this uh territory so you want to go like you, you you want to go roman empire on this oh <laughs> you, you want to go caesar like on this <laughs> because you want to conquer other territories you want like to, alexander yeah you want to, you, you want to expand your territory but you will be able to expand your territory identifying where are the limits of it and linguistically speaking the limits of it are what you feel comfortable with and then as you start feeling difficult it means that you are in the limit of your territory and if you mm -hmm. uh, focus your attention on that you will eventually increase that territory thus uh, increasing your uh, vocabulary and linguistic structures, right? So focusing on your difficulties instead of what you feel comfortable with is an important secret. Mm -hmm. And I believe some of our alpinists already do that. They can uh, give us a very precise diagnose <laughs> on what is uh, the the thing that is most difficult for them some of them consider listening um uh, 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 a, a difficult thing like mm -hmm. uh, i mean comprehend uh, the comprehension mm -hmm. when it comes to only listening without captions and some of them need to practice on that 
because of their jobs, but some others have this difficulty and don't know how to practice. Uh -huh. So what do you suggest? This, this is our tip number two, I believe, right? What do you suggest for um, how can we practice listening? Are there some interesting strategies you can give Excellent. everyone? Yes, uh, this would be the second uh, reflection, right? Practice your listening. Yes, being exposed uh, to auditory stimulus. Uh, but when uh, when people, uh, there is, a, I think, some sort of um, initially when we are, uh, especially if we are starting to learn a second language, which is the case, for example, of many people that they begin studying English, that is like a, even a esoteric idea of the language, a mysterious aspect that, oh my God, the language is, uh, how will I learn that? How will I access that? And I would like to say that learning a language is nothing esoteric. It can be, depending on what you like, but it doesn't need to be. It's, it's something really... Uh, it can be something really pragmatic. And this is connected with the second tip, practicing the listening. Identify uh, what you like to be in contact with, right? We have so much uh, content available online. We have so many possibilities. Uh, we have not only TV shows, movies, um, podcasts, uh, but we have documentaries, we have uh, discussions, we have TED Talks, we have uh, a really big plethora of videos on YouTube about any content. So if you like, for example, to study um, psychology and you are an, uh, 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 a native from Brazil, for example, or from any country, and then you have your mother language, and then you uh, want to learn a second language, for example, English, use your interests as a bridge between um, your mother language and the second language, between you and this second language. So identify what do I like? What, do, uh, what am I interested about? So I, am I interested about uh, psychology, philosophy, art, traveling, traveling culture, business, um, photography, uh, digital transformation? Hello, Sid. <laughs> Hello, Sid. <laughs> and so we have vegetarianism, yeah, yoga, vegetarian, anything. Anything can be. Uh, can be um, used to develop uh, the language and to expose yourself. You will find certainly podcasts uh, in that uh, about people talking about that content. You will find movies about uh, like some subjects that you are interested, historical ones or uh, imaginary, future-like ones, and so. Identify what you like, what are your preferences, and then expose yourself to that, because then you will become familiar with the language's sonority and rhythm. Yes, you will become, you will get used to how the language sounds, and it's important for you to understand uh, and to be um, 
unconsciously and consciously aware of how the language sounds because then you will be able to reproduce that uh, in a more uh, in a more precise in a more accurate ways uh, we can imagine a child Gabby what happens does the child is begins speaking like very complex shape, shape Shakespeare like sentences or does the baby in its first stages listen well if we are talking about family guy Steve was born talking i guess but this is not the case <laughs> uh everyone um is born mostly aware of what's around yeah we become listeners since we are inside our mother's womb yeah with five months of pregnancy babies become uh, aware of the sounds around so we are trained since then to listen uh, i think we should explore listening uh as the first thing as the first skill to be to be developed in case we're learning any language because this is the natural way to learn a language right the first skill you develop uh exactly and it might seem in the first uh, analysis a little bit paradoxical because to speak more confidently you need to listen more yeah so listen uh, to a lot of materials, to a lot of music, mm, even yeah, music is like fantastic source of uh, um, a, a, a nice contact with the the language, right? It even generates motivation, right? Because we want to to sing, we want to be able to sing our favorite songs, at least to understand them, right? And and follow up the lyrics. This is something that can motivate us a lot. I remember when we studied uh, Italian together in, in French, uh, you used to watch a vlogger that uh, that is a photographer mm -hmm. and, and he spoke Italian and mm -hmm. you showed me the, his channel. He used to travel to many places, taking photos and explaining about the, the place, the, the, the country's culture, etc. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting. Uh, I, I myself found some um, some YouTube channels that were uh, connected to my personal interests and it helped me really, really so much. Completely, completely. So, uh, the first tip, identify your insecurities. The second tip, practice your listening by uh, identifying what you like and then exposing yourself massively to that. All right. Does anyone here already do any any of those things? What, what, comment in the chat, guys. Do you prefer to watch documentaries, videos, movies, series? Do you marathon series? Which series do you like watching? Um, please, we accept recommendations, right, Mateus? Yeah, we... Podcasts. Uh, if you have any podcasts that you find interesting in English, comment it name in the chat as well um and youtube I, channels I, I would like to add sometimes people know yeah i know that uh, listening to podcasts or watching youtube videos uh they are cool they, they are a cool way to develop the language but i do not know what channel and what podcast to listen mm -hmm. and then what i would suggest this person go to google and type best podcast or youtube channel about 
the subject that you are interested. Bet, best podcast about searching English, right? Because then you find results in English in language. English. <laughs> best podcast about um, astronomy. Best podcast about science. Best podcast about literature. Cuisine. Cuisine. Literature. Yeah. Yeah. So best podcasts yeah. or YouTube channel about and then the topic that you want. Yes, the best. Yeah. And then you will find uh, and then you start access them um watch some videos identify the ones that you enjoy the most the channels the, the youtube channels that you like it the most or the podcast that you like it the most and then add to your favorites on your browser right so then your you can, yes then you can um watch later let's go to the third reflection gabby Yes, yes. I was wondering, uh, some some people end up um, finding us online because they are trying to find material to practice their listening. But we are um, trying, uh, uh, um, despite we, we, we communicate mostly in English in all of our uh, social media environment, I think um, most of channels and uh, people who are trying to teach uh, who are teaching english online it will not be the same right as if you if, as if you search for something that is in your uh, that you are interested in in english and listen to some authentic material yeah as authentic material makes the difference i would say it's important okay so what would be the third strategy uh of today's live on yes. how to speak english confidently very cool then the the um, second one was about listening the third one now is about reading but reading in a very specific manner reading out loud yes so the person would take the the learner of english would take um a I would suggest if you are a beginner, take short stories or um, texts that they are um, shorter, they are not so complex, you can read them like in 5 minutes, 10 minutes, read them out loud, yes, so you take the text and then you do not simply read with your mind, yes, just passing your eyes, you pronounce the words. Uh, you take the text and then you uh, read it. For example, ah, uh, the test presents um, the information about. So you read out loud what the text is saying. One possibility even would be also to, and this is connected with the fourth um, tip that is recording your voice. But I will get to there very soon. In this case, in the third aspect that is reading out loud pronounce the words in the text and then record your voice and then listen to it after and since you are now exposing yourself to listening uh, to a lot of materials in listening you will start to identify if how you are pronouncing the language with the rhythm that your words are have uh, that, that the words are being uh, presented it is a natural one or it sounds like uh, what you are listening in movies, in songs. 
in podcasts and then try to emulate that, right? So in your reading, try to emulate the, the way that you believe the language sounds. Reading out loud texts that you enjoy, material that you find interesting, uh, authentic content um, is important. The first tip then would be to identify the insecurities that we have divided in four um, different ones. After, you can also practice uh, your listening and then your reading. These are the three initial tips. Mm -hmm. And some, some of our alpinists say they are uh, not sure if they are uh, reading out loud correctly. Uh, I would uh, reinforce what Mateus has just said, guys. Trust your intuition, right? You have been practicing your listening. You have been in contact with the language. So what what do you do you believe inside? Do you think if you think this is not the correct pronunciation, you can go on and check it out in a in a dictionary. Yeah. There are great dictionaries online that will show the pronunciation as well. Yeah, even Google, you can um, search the word there, the word, um, let's take the word pleasant, yeah, and then you do not know, pleasant, pleasant, how do I pronounce it? pleasant, uh, and then there is a sound of pleasant or pleasant, or pleasant, and then you, um, okay, I do not know how I pronounce this word, go to Google, and you put their pronunciation um, or even meaning that you will find the meaning of the word and uh, a little sound symbol that you will be able to listen if it is um, the British version and the American version of that. But I would agree with Gabi um, completely. Uh, trust your intuition and also uh, do not be so perfectionist, yes? If you are reading a text and the pronunciation is not as you think it should be, worry not. No worries. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh... Uh, because it is this aspect of as you practice that, as you practice your reading, it will get better. Mm -hmm. And then as you interact, yeah, because after uh, being a teacher for a long time, I, I, I was, um, I used to pronounce a word wrong that this is, uh, this is um, still very, uh, I, I, very fresh in my memory. I used to say enough with this pronunciation of with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, enough. And then I kept saying that for years and years until Mateus finally said, uh, enough? You mean enough? He said, uh, yeah, that's much easier, by the way. Enough. <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, I think you, Gabi, uh, as myself, um, have uh, received um, students that they said, Teacher, how can I pronounce this correctly? And uh, I would say, yeah, there is some objective um, correct pronunciation, but I would, would also say, well, it depends on the type of pronunciation because 
the, um, the way that North Americans speak is different from the way that Australians sp uh, speak, that is different from the way that uh, Canadians speak, that is different, really <laughs> different from the way that Irish people speak. And or or the English is spoken yeah. in India, in, and not in to Japan. Mention, not to mention the language that is the English language, that it is not learned by natives, but is learned as a second language. Because um, there are more people that speak English as a second language uh, on the world today than there are people that speak English as a first one. And that is a very significant fact because it means that English has become a universal language. So uh, you do not need to be so preoccupied with the pronunciation. What is really important is that you are understood, is that what you say is correctly understood, is correctly um, interpreted, and, the other and you can understand what the other person says. So if you can engage in a communication effectively, that's fantastic. You are speaking the language, right? You do not need to speak as an English person. You need to speak English. As yourself and be proud of how you how you And sound. Be, be proud of your accent, right? Because exactly. uh, there is a quote that I like very much that it says, accent is a sign of courage. Yeah, because if you have an accent um speaking english it means that very likely it is the second language yeah that you have then there was a courage connected with learning that yeah what we mentioned previously you are the person that is leaving the comfort zone so do not worry about sounding perfect worry about communicating what you want to say transforming ideas into words exactly and i can you listen to me yeah, completely. Okay. And I, I would say that uh, this is a lot connected to the next tip, the next strategy that we are going to talk about. So, okay, teacher, I must be courageous and I must be proud of how I sound in English, first of all, but I, I was not born with that confidence, you know, that's why I'm here in this live trying to understand how can I be more confidently while speaking and uh, first I believe the next uh, strategy is a lot about listening being listening being able to accept how you sound and for that you need to listen to yourself how can we do that Mateus? <laughs> um, uh, what exactly is your question Gabby? how how can I listen to myself speaking? Is there any strategy to do that? Recording your voice, right? So then we get to the fourth tip, uh, to this idea that um, you should not only while you are reading a text record your voice and listen, but you should um, creatively expose ideas and record your voice um, about different issues. I would like to state, actually, uh, before I continue on this reflection, that people say, wow, but I don't like to record my voice. I sound strange. And then because they don't like, they don't do. Yeah, because it is a little bit uncomfortable. And that is a human characteristic of doing what is easy, not what is difficult, right? But doing what is easy in the language, what you find easy, will not take you to fluency. Doing what is hard, 
doing what is challenging, doing what is uncomfortable, identifying the limits of your language, um, identifying your doubts, and then solving them, recording your voice, even though you do not feel so comfortable in doing, can take you to fluency. So record your voice, even if you think it is a little bit uncomfortable, you should do that. And then I would suggest for different levels of speakers, um, beginners, intermediates, and advanced, different lengths of audio. Beginners should record audios that they have two minutes uh, of duration, right? So two minute audios. And then the topics that they could describe on these audios could be talking about my routine, talking about my profession, talking about my job, talking about my family, describing someone, and then record a two-minute... What I did today. Yeah, exactly. What I will do, right? Uh, what I did, what I will do. So start playing with the um, most basic uh, and most fundamental type of communications, things that you would discuss, for example, in an everyday manner, were you traveling? Yes, were you living in another country? Intermediates, I would suggest five-minute audios uh, where they could now start um, grasping with and um, developing uh, topics that they are a little bit more challenging. Yes, they could talk about their routine, their profession, describing someone, but they could now also make the interpretation of uh, an episode that they have watched on their TV series. They could describe uh, the story, the plot of a movie and give their review about that. They can give advice. Uh, they can consider, wow, my friend is with a problem that he wants to save money. And then I'm giving an advice about that. They could um, describe life experiences. They could talk about hypothetical situations, right? Uh, what would I do if I were the president of my country? Yes. So um, the challenge, the complexity of the topic that they are discussing increases as well the length of the audio. And finally, advanced students should record uh, listen, you listen to me, Advanced Alpinist Apexers. Are there Apexers on the call, Gabi? Uh, your microphone is off. Oh, thank you. Apexers, comment in the chat. I'm an Apexer, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and how is it going the chat there, Gabi? Yeah, uh, they are participating, saying... Um, uh what they like to do to study mm. and about their insecurities oh that's uh, amazing Mateus Martins said that you recommended him Kutzgizat channel yeah yeah that's a Does tough it... a tough name to say right but uh, incredible <laughs> incredible uh, channel i really like that and um ask them gabby what they are thinking about are they enjoying the life are they been... enjoying uh I don't know. Are you enjoying, guys? 
uh, hearing uh, and, and getting to know about all of these strategies. If you are, please give us a thumbs up. Yes, they, so can, they, then... they, they, they can. If they are enjoying, Gabby, they can put the heads exploding. Yeah, they can. <laughs> the, emoji. the heads exploding emojis. <laughs> blowing heads, blowing out. Yeah, like the mind blown. Yes. Mind blown emojis. And um, shall we move on, Gabby? Shall we? I because guess. we have some ground to cover still. Yeah, yeah, we should move on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what if what if we don't want to just record our voices to listen to them after? Or if we do that a lot and eventually we want to try something different, maybe something more risky, mm -hmm. what would involve communicating to other person or more people? Exactly. So, um, uh, a summary so far, uh, identify your doubts and your insecurities, practice yeah. your listening, read out loud, record your voice. That's th There are four tips, right? And the fifth one uh, is connected with speaking with someone, finding someone to practice with. Uh, this can be, for example, an English teacher. This can be uh, an English school. This can be the best English academy for the most adventurous learners. This can be um, a university program where an exchange student comes to your city. Uh, and then be courageous, be brave, and accept the challenge. Wow, I will talk with the per this person. I will receive this person. I will... Uh, help this uh, person um, move about, right? Um, so I, I, I will be present, having sharing the experience with this person, and I will also make a friend, a foreign friend, uh, for example, in these uh, university programs. Finding someone to speak with is really important, and I speak that from experience, because I studied Italian for one year. I would write a lot, I would listen a lot, I would read a lot, but I would not speak. And then, uh, on the second year that I was studying Italian, Gabby and I started living together, and we started practicing daily Italian on our everyday life. So, um, Gabby did not, uh, uh, did not have a perfect Italian, me neither, uh, but we, by the simple act of talking, we got much better in a very fast period. Mm -hmm. So find someone to talk with. This can be a person from your family, uh, a partner, a friend that you have. That it, it doesn't need to be, for example, a teacher or um, a foreign student. It can be someone that you live with and that also wants to develop the language. And then you could implement speaking different days of the week or speaking... Um, on mass through messages in English, right on WhatsApp, for sending example, audios. sending audios in English. Um, that's really cool. Find people to talk with. That's really important. They do not need to be native, but they need to be interested in learning the language because then you and this person or these people can uh, help each other on this journey. Yes. And I would like to. Uh take that uh, into consideration to uh, advise our alpinists to look at the opportunity they have. Yes, yeah, they, they have they a community a... waiting for that. Yeah, they, they have the groups. Group. They have the groups there. So 
it is interesting that they uh, start conversations on the group on the on the whatsapp groups right because they have the community ready there so use the groups alpinists yeah that's it let's move okay. on let's move on i believe this is our uh, sixth strategy uh what is something that can stop us from communicating to others that we hear about that all the time and i'm sure everybody that is watching us has already at some point said that oh but i'm a little bit afraid to speak english wrong or to make mistakes what if my english is so broken and i sound uh, uncomprehensible uh -huh. <laughs> I would say that um, it is connected, Gabi, with our uh, first topic, right? The social uh, insecurity. And this we developed in, a, uh, in other tip that it is don't be afraid of committing mistakes. Uh, do not be afraid of being wrong. And this is something that I always seek to tell uh, my students. And I would advise teachers also... Um, following this perspective that if the student commits a mistake and the student says sorry we should say you do not need to be sorry you are here to learn this is a space where mistakes they are respected yes because mistakes they are the fuel that moves us from point a to point b so when a person commits the, a mistake instead of saying oh sorry thus Uh, adopting uh, like this perspective that mistakes are bad, they should say, oh, great, fantastic, amazing. Oh, that's cool. Because mistakes, they show you what you do not know and what you need to practice more. And this will help you achieving fluency, achieving mastery. Then if you take something from this uh, live is do not be afraid of committing mistakes M mistakes are really good they really help because they show us what we don't know and by showing us what we do not know they take us to fluency that's awesome guys if you have uh received that message in your heart please comment with the hashtag i'm not afraid I am brave. It can be one of those two hashtags. Hashtag I'm brave. Hashtag not afraid. Okay? Because we're not going to be afraid of making mistakes anymore. I, I, I hope this has helped you change your mindset. Because once you have finally uh, accepted that mistakes are necessary, they are part of learning. Without mistakes, we cannot learn anything. After that, you are really free. <laughs> you are free. Free as a bird. Yeah. And then let's conclude the tips. Yeah, there's one more. It's a bonus tip. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so what could be the last strategy we should mention for everyone to feel more confident while speaking? We have mentioned practicing listening, practicing writing, but I believe we are, we are no, practicing listening practicing recording yourself yeah speaking yes. yeah uh practice reading out loud reading out yes. loud and, and i guess we're missing something now the last one it is practice your writing 
these guys is really important. So you see, it's a, it's a comprehensive approach to speaking English and mastering English. Because if you can write in the language, if you practice construction of arguments in the language, um, by sitting down and then organizing your ideas uh, on a piece of paper, on a digital diary, you are helping yourself to um, sharpen your ideas, to increase your vocabulary, because by listening, you will be exposed to a lot of content. Reading out loud, you will become familiar with how the language can be spoken and, uh, and pronounced. And by writing, you will put this in practice, right? In speaking, it is a simultaneous conversation. Normally, you do not have enough time to stop and reflect exactly what you want to say. However, writing gives us that opportunity by um, giving us time to think and use, okay, what vocabularies have I been learning? How can I put this on this text? What is structures? How can I put the structures that I am learning on this? Right? So, writing is fundamental. That's why, for example, the Alpinists, every step they make, every move you make, every, every step, step I take, make, <laughs> um, we will be, uh, you, I will be watching you. And um, oh my goodness, that's that's a creepy song, that's isn't it? That's a creepy one. And um, so that's why they have the journal because they should write a lot because this helps, this potentializes the linguistic development. Then, guys, in a nutshell, because now we will do the drawing. Yes, we will see. We will do the two drawings. One from our openness and the other for the external community is that right gabby uh before we get to the to this drawing i will just synthesize the ideas guys the seven tips are identify your insecurities right practice your listening read out loud record your voice find someone to practice with don't be afraid of committing mistakes and write in English. Similarly with listening to content, right? Uh, being exposed to auditory stimulus and uh, reading, this one should and must, should and must. Uh, be, should and must. Uh, uh, you listen. Yeah. Uh, be connected with your interests. What do you like to talk about? Um, I remember that in Italian, I separated 10, I created 10 questions to myself about art. Uh, what is the meaning of art and what is art for? Literature, society, uh, university. Are universities being effective? What should change? These are topics that I am interested about, right? So I created 10 uh, questions and then after I wrote a text in Italian about that. Sometimes I needed to use the translation and that is completely cool. That's completely fine. If you need to use the translation um, from time to time on your writing, that is no problem. But you need to put this translation in a piece of paper, for example, or writing. Practice what you translate. Do not simply copy and paste, right? 
So write about your interests, create questions to yourself, and then practice your writing. This concludes and our tips. Yeah, I, I would say also that there there is, uh, I, I have recently found some apps that you can download to your smartphone that is similar to a journal, right? So it gives you already some prompts, some topics to write about, and it's pretty cool. If you, if you check App Store or Google Play Store, you, you will find some journaling apps that can help you practice your English writing skills. Amazing, amazing, fantastic, really cool. Do, uh, do the guys have some questions? Yeah, the, many of them have, uh, some of them have commented, uh, hashtag I am brave, uh, hashtag not afraid. Really cool. Eduardo Vieira said, let, let the talking begin. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. And then, now, Gabi, let's do the drawing. Yeah, let's do. Uh, I think we should find the, the website. Uh, I'm trying to find that website for us to do the drawing. Sorry, guys. This is the first time we're doing that. I sent you, but I can't find it now. Um, hold on. All right. Mm. Okay. Aha. Uh -huh. All right. I found it. Good, good, amazing. Yeah. And uh, can you explain what the person will win, Gabby? Yeah, I will send it. I, I, uh, should, should I send it or should I share the, the link with you? Yeah, you can share the link huh? with me. Uh -huh. You can send me on the shot here. Okay. Wait a second. Yeah, guys, so uh, you have uh, commented and participated the you are running. Yeah, as alpinists, you are running for 10% off in your next monthly subscription. Uh, this this is what the alpinist winner will get. And for the ones who are not alpinists, you will get uh, a week of free experimentation as a real English alpinist for you who wants to to know how it feels to be a true English alpinist this will be an amazing opportunity and all you have to do uh, the rules are basically um, you all you have to do is comment in our video that is in the channel uh, answering the questions on how you can introduce yourself yeah you have to say your job your occupation what you like to do where you are from where you live who you are your name right uh, your age as well i think it's necessary and uh the video is uh how to introduce yourself introduce yourself this is the name of the video Yes, I was opening there, sorry. You were opening the video. I, I, I needed to take the link to do the drawing. <laughs> to take the link to do. Uh -huh. 
Okay. And um, once you have commented there, you are already running for the for the prizes. Yeah, for the prizes we are giving away. I hope everyone that is watching us is participating. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and give that video a thumbs up. And uh, enjoying the opportunity, give this video a thumbs up as well so more people will find it online. And um, that's it. I believe I will be going downstairs now. Okay, you can come here. I will. I am here with the uh, the video open. Uh -huh. Okay, guys, is the audio okay? Is the video okay? Can you listen to us and see us? Is it okay? Mm, I believe it's a little bit laggy. Mm, I, I, I believe it's because I opened other tabs. Okay, okay, I will be going downstairs. Uh-huh. I will close here so that there is no lag. Hey everyone, I'm here. And then uh, we have the start here. Okay, we are about to give away 10% off. Open it. Sit here. You can, I, I think. It's closer. Yeah. The start will begin. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting! It's it, there was Angela Maria Modesto Locatelli. Oh Angela bought ten percent off, Yay! and then now we need to see the um, the the person out of the community. Yes, that yeah. will receive that. Oh, we should see if Angela has commented. Has she commented? I believe so. Ah, my name is Angela. Hi, my name is Angela. I'm physiotherapist, 29 years old, live in Cascavel, Paraná. I like so much tours in nature. Yeah, let awesome. me see you got certificate. Awesome, Angela. It was Angela and then I think we need to do um, for, one more time. Yeah, but uh, I believe we will uh, we will conclude the live here and then we will draw the winner outside of the community out because um, I do not know. If perhaps it will take many times okay. to get. Okay, so if you're not an openness, be aware, check our stories because we're going to be giving away you a week of experimentation as an English openness. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for the live. I hope that you have learned interesting content, that uh, it was uh, relevant and valuable. If you enjoyed uh, the, the live, you can put the heads exploding there. Yeah, do then, it. <laughs> then we know that uh, what we presented was um, something mind cool. Blowing. Yes, mind-blowing. It was <laughs> efficient. Thank you very much for your attention. We wish you a lovely conclusion of week. Any words, Gabi? 
Oh, I'm so glad for everyone's participation. Really, uh, we were a little bit afraid that no one would be showing as this is our first live, but I'm so glad everyone was here watching us until the end. So if you want to get the the podcast uh, version, this live will be in a podcast. I'll check out 